Episode 5 of the In the Crow's Nest podcast comes to you on location from the Shira Baseball Complex in the home of McLean County Pony Baseball in Bloomington, Illinois. L.A. Decker with you as we are fieldside here at the Pony Complex on the Pony Diamond for the 13-14U championship game of the Memorial Day Tournament, the Josh Rogers Memorial Day Baseball Tournament. And a very pleasant good afternoon to everyone listening throughout wherever you might be listening on any of the five great podcasting venues that this podcast is now available through, of course, the home of the Crow's Nest Podcast, anchor.fm slash Crow's Nest. We are also available on Google Podcast, also on Reader, and on the uh, great Spotify. You can find us there as well. Stop by whichever podcast uh, depository you decide to wish you want to listen to this podcast on it we'll have it for you right here in the crow's nest live on location as we are getting set for the championship game of this 13-14 u tournament for memorial day is the mclean county pony express going to be taking on the champagne dream in the championship game both teams uh, surviving pool play and surviving the brackets to get to this point and they will meet up today in this championship game the weather did play a little bit of a factor in getting to this championship game and the weather did shorten some of the semifinal games down to just five innings but we are set for a full seven inning game seven inning game junior high rules will apply they are playing on a junior high size diamond 54 foot pitching distance 80 foot bases and the dimensions here at the McLean County Pony Baseball Complex 255 feet down the left and right field lines three 300 feet to straightaway center field. It's about 287 feet to the power alleys and left and right center, although there is a bit of a diamond configuration to the outfield. There are some death valleys or triples valleys, you, if you will, out in left and right center field deep, and those are about 320 feet from home plate. Should be an excellent contest here. The home plate umpire today is Mr. Joe Powell, a veteran of Bloomington Normal Arbitration for baseball here in the Twin Cities, and he will handle the balls and strikes this afternoon for our contest. We'll also have some great information about what's going on out here at McLean County Pony Baseball and some more tidbits about other things going on. Guys, if you want to get out and play some baseball, we got a couple of opportunities for you. We'll talk more with the manager, the manager out here at McLean County Pony Baseball, Brian Thede, later on this afternoon and get some more information on possible um, ways you can get involved as well playing baseball, not just modern baseball. Oh, no, 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 no. We got a special for you. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a little bit. In the Crow's Nest continues with the first pitch coming up for the championship game of the Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Baseball Tournament. That comes your way in just a moment here in the Crow's Nest. Shira Baseball Complex, L.A. Decker back with you in the Crow's Nest. We are set for the championship game of this 2019 Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Baseball Tournament, and we are just about set to get things underway. The Champagne Dream will be the visiting team, and they will start the action off. It'll be Jordan Johnson, the center fielder, leading things off. He will be facing the pitcher for the Pony Express. He'll be taking on Connor Gibson, who will be in the circle. The right-hander will be working to the Dream lineup today, and we'll have that lineup for you coming up in just a minute. The first pitch on the way, outside for ball one, and we are underway here in this championship game. It'll be Jordan Johnson playing center field, Cam Fuhrerborn playing left field, batting second. Matthew Miller will catch and bat third. 
The 1-0 pitch is taken outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Jacob Helm will play second base and pit cleanup. Zane Giles hits shortstop and will bat fifth. The EH today is Braden Bruins. He will bat sixth. The seventh hitter is Braden Fairman. He'll be in the circle pitching today. The 2-0 is grounded right back up the middle. Good play by the pitcher, Gibson, and he'll throw on to first base for the first out of the contest. So 1-3 on the first put out of the contest, and that'll bring up Cam Fairborn. Fairborn will be followed by Miller, the catcher. First pitch by Gibson in the dirt. It's one ball and no strikes. Just underway here, top of the first inning. Connor Gibson into the windup and the delivery. Outside for ball two, two balls and no strikes. Got behind 2-0 and oh to the leadoff hitter Jordan Johnson. And retired Johnson with a ground ball back to the pitcher's mound. The 2-0 pitch. Inside, missed with a breaking ball, and the count now 3-0. Three balls and no strikes to the number two hitter, Cam Fureborn, the left fielder for the Champagne Dream. The 3-0 pitch. Inside a low ball four, and Fureborn reaches on a base on balls. So he'll be at first, and catcher Matthew Miller will step in. And Miller's been pretty impressive. Got a pretty good arm behind the plate in the games we had a chance to look at before getting this opportunity to bring you this one here on podcast. First pitch by Gibson is fouled off to the right into the screen, just into the tree, and I think it just missed the first row of spectators. It's nothing in one. Jacob Helm, the second baseman, on deck for the dream. No score here, top of the first inning. Runner on first is Cam Fureborn. And Miller drives one down to third base, bobbled in Bowman, and it's going to be eaten by the third baseman. Third baseman Sam Knox that time had a little trouble handling it, couldn't get it cleanly. That'll be an E5. Miller will reach on the error. And it's two on and one out for second baseman Jacob Helm hitting in the four spot. So now courtesy runner is going to come into the contest, and that courtesy runner is going to be Chase Bartlett. Or excuse me, Chase. It is Bartlett, thank you. Got some help from some young ladies who are alongside the dream today. They're helping us out. The first pitch to Jacob Helm is bunted up the third base line. He'll throw it down to first, and it is in time to retire the cleanup hitter Helm, who sacrifices and moves the runners into scoring position with two out. So sacrifice goes two to three, and the runners will move up to second and third with two out. And the dream threaten as shortstop Zane Giles will step in. First pitch by Gibson is outside for ball one. Braden Bruins, the extra hitter, is on deck for the dream. And the pitch by Gibson is outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Fewerborn at third. And Bartlett, the courtesy runner at second, and the pitch is low and outside for ball three. Three balls and no strikes. And if I'm Zane Giles right now, I'm probably thinking that's probably 
a good sign to take because he's been around the zone and hasn't really found it yet. And that ball's low. Over the plate, but low. Ball four, and that's going to load the bases. Second walk of the inning issued by Gibson, and that loads the bases. And that'll bring up Braden Bruins. Left-handed hitter. And he will step in with the bases full of dream players. The first pitch by Gibson. Over the plate, strike one. Connor Gibson looking to get himself out of a first inning jam here. Two away, the 0-1 pitch. Here's a ground ball back up the middle. Shortstop's got it. Throw on to first is in time. So Connor Gibson works around two walks and an error and gets himself out of the jam, and we are through half an inning here at the Shira Baseball Complex with no score between the Champagne Dream and the Pony Express coming up on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. Top of the order coming up for the Pony Express here in inning number one. It'll be Carson Friedman, Sam Knox, and Austin Maubaugh to start things off. And they'll be taking on the right-handed pitcher for the Champagne Dream of Brayden Fairman. So Fairman will step out of the bump, and he will take on this Pony Express lineup. It'll be Carson Friedman leading things off. Highest uniform number on the team, by the way, wearing number 89 today. Friedman. Ready for the first pitch, and it's on its way. Just low, outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. It'll be Friedman, Knox, and Maubaugh. As Fairman brings home the 1-0. Ground ball right back to the pitcher. Fumbled for a moment, but he's got it. Throws on to first, and it's in time for the out. And the ending starts exactly the same way as the Dream did with a 1-3 put out, and that'll bring up the third baseman, Sam Knox. Knox with an error in the first inning. But Connor Gibson around, worked around it. Here's a base hit to left field. Clean single just past the outstretched glove of the third baseman for the Champagne Dream, Peyton Sapp. So a clean safety, and that will bring up Austin Maubaugh. Maubaugh spells his last name M-A-U-B-A-C-H. It's pronounced Maubaugh. He will step in with a runner on first and one out. As Fairman delivers home, first pitch on the outside corner for a called strike. One strike and nothing. Wind has been predominantly out of the south and southwest this afternoon. Throw the first runner back in time. Oh, he did get him. Oh, very close play. They're going to say he got him at first base. Call made by the field umpire, and he's picked off on a 1-3 pickoff. Caught stealing, it'll be the credit. And that's the first out of the inning. So now with one away and an 0-1 count, Fairman delivers home, and it's ball one outside. One ball and one strike to Austin Maubaugh. Luke Simpson is on deck. The two out... 2-1 pitch is grounded to shortstop. On the way to first with the throw, and it's in time, and that will retire the side. So kind of an odd way to go 1-2-3, but after one inning of play here at the Shira Baseball Complex, it's a Champagne Dream nothing and the Pony Express nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast.
Baseball Complex, home of McLean County Pony Baseball for the Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Tournament. And leading things off is going to be Luke Sampson. Luke Simpson, the left fielder, followed by Connor Gibson and Quinn Schmidgall. No score between the Dream and the Express, so the first pitch of the inning is a called strike right over the heart of the plate, one strike and nothing. So, Brian, we were talking in the last inning about the McLean County Prairie Chickens. That's something very near and dear to you, Hart, that you've picked up in the last couple of years, and you've kind of just gone full force into it. Explain more about it. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity, L.A. Uh, before I uh, do elaborate on the McLean County Prairie Chickens, I'd like to also talk about something else that's near and dear to my heart, especially this weekend, and that's our tournament sponsor, the Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Fund. Um, for those that don't know, uh, Sergeant Rogers was a local hero who put his life in harm's way in Afghanistan and, uh, and, and gave his life for our, our country and allows us to enjoy the freedoms that we have. Um, Josh was a local player out here at the Pony League. He uh, kind of grew up out here and uh, the game was very near and dear to his heart. Uh, his family, uh, Kevin and Vonda Rogers, and then his younger brother Ashton is actually still a player out here. So we're very appreciative of them supporting the league and the tournament uh, through their generous donation as the tournament sponsor this year. And very well said. Of course, part of uh, Airport Road here in Bloomington Normal, named after Sergeant Rogers as well as a memorial to him um, in his service to this country. And this Memorial Day, we should be remembering the service of all who gave all to save to serve this country. Absolutely, and we're very, very, very proud to have called Josh one of our own. So now we go back to what we were kind of going to touch on here in this half inning. Let's go back to the Prairie Chickens. That is vintage baseball, something that you've picked up, and I've, I've kind of touched on a little bit when it first got when it first, it first started catching on a little bit but now it's really kind of caught fire here in central illinois absolutely uh what we have is a uh, a vintage baseball team that plays by the rules and customs of 1858. Um, the uh it's it's similar to a civil war reenactment but with baseball instead of battles uh, there are a number of teams around the midwest uh, in central illinois we have the the Rock Springs Ground Squirrels, we have the Vermilion Voles, there's the Springfield Long Nine, and the McLean County Prairie Chickens. There's also a number of teams around the St. Louis and Chicago area uh, that, that play by the, the rules of the Civil War era. And this, uh, this coming Saturday, we're traveling to Pittsfield, Illinois, for a full Civil War reenactment, uh, which will transport us all in time back to the 1860s with uh, Confederates and Union encampments. There'll be uh, cavalry, there'll be uh, um, cannons. Um, who knows what, uh, what we'll run into, but uh, we'll go, go back in time and uh, enjoy playing baseball against the Springfield Long Nine and uh, their star player, Ice Wagon, and, uh, and see what uh, we can do with them. Luke Simpson was called out on strikes on a one-out walk by Connor Gibson, puts him on first bases. Quinn Schmidgall steps in, he looks at a 3-0 count as the pitch was in the dirt. Now, one of the big differences in um, the rules of the 1850s is that you can actually get an out on one bounce. Yes, you can. Uh, the, uh, the rules that were written for baseball back in 1845 by the New York Knickerbocker Club it's the first time baseball rules were actually written down. Baseball might have been played a little bit before that time. Nice play in center field by the Champagne Dream. 
as the fly ball in center field was caught. A beautiful play by Jordan Johnson, throwing it back into the diamond, and he doubles off the runner at first, and that's going to retire the side here in the second inning. We're going to continue this conversation here as we get ready for the third inning with no score between the Champagne Dream and the McLean County Pony Express. So, um, again, one of the things, you can catch the ball on the bounce for an out, and does foul territory really make a difference in this game? Well, it, it does, um, and foul territory became really part of early days baseball because the game was growing so rapidly in New York City, but they were running out of space to hold games. Uh, of course, the game of cricket can be played with huge, huge area because there is no foul ground, but baseball had to have some foul area just because the field needed to be smaller because of the real estate in New York City. So that created foul territory. Um, the, the rules that were set up, though, treated a little bit differently than today's game. Uh, you already elaborated that catching the ball on one bound is considered an out. Um, it's also considered not quite as manly as catching the ball in the air. Um, the reason that a, 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 a fair a uh, fly catch is manly is because there were no gloves in the 1850s. Similar uh, to the Chicago-style softball, except the ball's not quite as soft. The, the, the ball is just slightly larger than a modern-day baseball, almost as hard at the beginning of the game, but it softens up quite a bit. And uh, to be authentic to the, the time period, we try not to use more than one baseball in any game because baseballs were hard to come by in the 1850s. and. Uh, um, if a, if a ball was in good shape, they used it until it was uh, no longer usable. So if it got hit into the weeds or the cornfield or out of play, somebody had to retrieve it uh, before the game could go on. So we get set to start the third inning with no score in this championship game between the Pony Express and the Champagne Dream. Brian, thanks for stopping by and chatting with us for a little bit about some of the things going on. And I'm looking forward to kind of seeing that whole thing in Pittsfield on Saturday. Well, I think you'll have a great time. Uh, we're glad that you're able to join us. We'll need to come up with a, a nickname for you. Uh, the squad has all has uh, various nicknames that uh, that are appropriate for 1850s type ball players. Right. Mine is Twinkle Toes. I wasn't able to choose that myself. Uh, turns out that Twinkle Toes is also the nickname of a all-star outfielder for the New York Yankees uh, in the 30s that wore the number three. Um, his name was George Selkirk. Uh, he wore number three after Babe Ruth had left the Yankees. Ooh, that's got to be a tough gig right there. First pitch by Gibson is called a strike on the outside corner. Next offering is outside for a ball. And the count even one and one to Cam Fuhrerborn, the left fielder, who reached on a walk in the first kind of spawner's third base, but was stranded there. But Gibson got himself out of a first inning jam. And for those that I may have left on the uh, edge of the fence there wondering what the difference in foul territory is between the modern game and the vintage game, a ball that hits first in fair territory is fair, even if it rolls into foul territory before it reaches the base. Likewise, a ball that hits first in foul territory is foul, even if it eventually rolls into fair territory. And that created the fair foul ball, where an adept hitter would strike the ball in front of the plate with backspin that would roll off and to the back, uh, making it nearly impossible for him to be thrown out at first base. There's an infield single by Cam Fureborn, who grounded one into the dirt just between first base of the pitcher's mound and unable to field it was Gibson, so he'll reach on an infield single. And 
with nobody out. It'll be catcher Matthew Miller stepping in. So Brian, again, looking forward to Saturday, and hopefully uh, we can keep the weather away for the rest of the day here. That's the plan. Again, thank you, L.A., and uh, enjoy the rest of the ball game, and uh, we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Brian Thede, the director here at McLean County Pony Baseball, is going down to second base as Cam Furborn. He steals the base, and he will be in scoring position for Miller. First pitch to Miller was ball one. One ball and no strikes. We do have another game going on on the large diamond. That is the Colt Palomino diamond, the full-size regulation diamond. That championship game going on between the Hurricanes and the Renegades right now. The wild pitch gets away from the catcher for the Express. A little trouble out there. For catcher Baylor. So now a runner at third on the wild pitch. The 2-0 looked at for ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Here's the pitch by Gibson on 3-0. Call strike right down the middle. The count now 3-1. Miller ahead in the count, 3-1. He reached it on error back in the first. Strike two called on the outside corner. And the count's full at 3-2. Jacob Helm, the second baseman, is on deck. Gibson set. Looks in and gets the call he wants and now pitches inside for ball four and that's gonna move Miller down to first. Fuhrhorn, Fuhrhorn will stay at third and runners will be at the corners. Coming back into the contest is the courtesy runner, Chase Bartlett. So Bartlett will be the courtesy runner. Nobody out here in the third inning, no score. Champagne Dream threatening here with runners at the corners. Left-handed hitting Jacob Helm at the plate. The first pitch is a strike call. Down to second goes Bartlett. He will take the base uncontested. So now two in scoring position for the Dream second baseman. Helm behind the count, one strike and nothing. He grounded into a sacrifice, he bunted as he lifts this one in the air. That's on the third base side. Sam Knox is there at third. He makes the play, even with the bag. And there's one away. So one away and Zane Giles will step in the shortstop. Giles also drew a walk in that first inning and was left on base. But Gibson worked out of the bases, loaded two out jam. Gibson's pitch. Ground ball, shortstop side. Glove, throw across the diamond is in time. A run will score and the Champagne Dream will take the one nothing lead. Advancing on the third is Bartlett. As Furborn comes to the score, and the Dream take a one nothing lead on the RBI fielder's choice by Zane Giles. Score the play 6-3 on the putout. He will get the RBI. And the Champagne Dream now lead one to nothing. So Braden Bruins will be the hitter. And he'll look at the first pitch a little bit up, and it counts 1-0. Two outs now here in the top of the third inning. And the next pitch is down and out for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Pitcher Braden Fairman, who now has a one nothing lead, is on deck. Gibson sets and deals the 2-0. That's up and in, and the count now 3-0. 
Now the ball gets away from Gibson, but not far enough to allow the runner from third to advance in Bartlett. Connor Gibson working on a 3-0 count. The pitch on the way home. That's ball four, kicks away from the catcher. And Baylor's throw is not in time. Scoring on the play is Bartlett on the wild pitch. That's gonna make it two to nothing. Two nothing now, Champaign Dream. As Braden Bruins reaches on the walk. The wild pitch scores the run. And Champaign Dream have gotten two here in the inning. And time for a little visit to the mound as Gibson's gonna get a visit from his pitching coach. Checking the game time temperature today. 80, we're gonna call it 81 degrees. Our game time temperature was brought to you by Sefkew, not a bank, better. Visit them at sefkew.com, one of the great sponsors out here at the Shira Baseball Complex as well. So still nobody, out, two outs here in the inning, pardon me, two outs. And runners on the corners again, and this time Braden Fairman will be the hitter. And Fairman hits one on the ground, but it's right at Knox. He actually catches it on the fly. Did not catch it, he caught it on before the short hop. And that's gonna retire the side, but not before the Champagne Dream. Tally twice, and they take the lead here in their half of the third. Two and a half complete here at the Shira Baseball Complex with the score of the Champagne Dream two, and the Pony Express nothing in the Crow's Nest Podcast. The In the Crow's Nest Podcast continues as we move into the bottom half of inning number three with the Champagne Dream out to a 2-0 lead here in this championship game of the 2019 Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Baseball Tournament here at the Pony Complex. It'll be the 7, 8, and 9 hitters for the Pony Express. Clayton Baylor will lead things off, and he swings and misses the first pitch from Fairman, and the count is 0-1. Fairman rocks and fires, and the 0-1 comes home. It's about a foot and a half short, and the count's even at 1-1. 54 feet the pitching distance. That one covered about 52 and a half. 1-1 count to the starting catcher for the Express. He'll line this one to the right side, picked up at second base. Nice play there, and the throw on the first is in time. Jacob Helm made the play at second, and it's 4-3 on the putout. And that's the first down of the third inning, and Jack Winnington, the right fielder, will step in. Jack Winnington stepping in. Logan is on deck, and here's a base hit to left field. Fair ball down the line. Taking a turn and going to second is Whittington. He will be on his way to second, and he is out at second base on a good play in left field. The left fielder making the play, Cam Fureborn, throwing it into second base and making the retirement. It's going to be a base hit and retire the runner 7-4 to four on the putout. And that's two away in the inning. Long grass and the rain might have had something to do with that, slowing the ball down just enough to give Furiborn an opportunity to get to that one and make the play in time. So two away now for the Express, and that will bring up Drew Logan. 
And he looks at the first pitch for a ball. Second one is a called strike, and the count is even at one ball and one strike. Braden Fairman kicks and fires home. This one's popped up. Shallow center field moving in. Can't make the play. Stops it on one hop. Does the center fielder, Jordan Johnson. But it's a base hit for Drew Logan. He is on, and that will bring up the first baseman, Rem Lee. Lee, the 10th place hitter in the lineup. He'll be followed by the designated hitter, Keegan Cook. First pitch to Lee is a ball, one ball and one and one ball and no strikes. Fairman set to the belt and delivers home. That one just missed the inside corner. Miller's gonna try to throw down. That one's gonna be in time. The tag is there and he's got him. What a play that time by Matthew Miller. He has shown a serious gun behind the plate. In a couple of games we've had a chance to look at, he guns down the runner going to second. Logan retired two to four and that's gonna retire the side. Nothing across again for the Express in their half of inning number three. And we are through three innings here in this championship game of the Memorial Day Tournament of McLean County Pony Baseball with the score. The Champagne Dream two and the Pony Express nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. Back at the end of the Crow's Nest podcast here at the McLean County Pony Baseball Complex. A change for the Pony Express as right-hander. Luke Simpson is going to take over. He will move in from left field and take over the pitching duties. Simpson in to pitch. Connor Gibson will become, looks like he's going to become an extra hitter as going into left field will be Jack Whittington. So Luke Simpson, tall right-hander, will step in, and he will face the Champagne Dream here of the fourth. It'll be Peyton Sapp, Jack Robertson, and Cole Kempel, Kemper, the nine, eight, nine, and 10 hitters of the first pitch is a strike from Simpson, and we're underway here in the fourth. Dream scored two in their half of the third to get themselves the lead they have currently. We are scheduled for seven innings. Pitch outside for a ball count even at one ball and one strike. A 1-1 pitch on its way to Sap. He'll lift one in the air, right field, but the center fielder is there to make the catch. And that's one away. Nice play that time by Austin Maubaugh, who made the catch in center. And there's one out here in the top of the fourth. That'll bring up Jack Robertson. Robertson with a strikeout victim of Gibson in the second inning. And he looks at this one inside for ball one. Simpson's like he goes about six foot one inches tall, delivers home. This one in the air again, center field. Austin Maubaugh drifting over toward right center makes the catch. There's two away in the inning. That'll bring up right fielder Cole Kemper. If Kemper reaches the top of the order, we flip the lineup card for the Dream. 
Tulane, 2-0 lead for the Champagne Dream. Simpson's come in and done a nice job so far, shutting the door in the Dream's offense. Here's a line drive back up the middle. That's a base hit for Cole Kemper. Clean single to right center. And Kemper reaches with two away, and that'll bring up the top of the order in Jordan Johnson. Johnson 0 for 2 so far in the contest. Grounded back to the pitcher of the first. Struck out looking in the second. Simpson now has to work out of the stretch. Kemper gets his lead at first. The first pitch home to Robertson. Here's a ground ball, excuse me, to Johnson. Ground ball to the left side. They'll go across the diamond. Play made by Sam Knox, and that's going to end the inning. The grounder to third ends the inning by Johnson, and that's going to retire the side. Nothing across for the Dream in their half of the fourth, and we're through three and a half. With the score, the Champagne Dream, two. And the Pony Express, nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. half of inning number four here at the Pony Complex. L.A. Decker with you, championship game of the Memorial Day Tournament here at McLean County Pony Baseball. Rem Lee will lead things off. He was at bat when Drew Logan was caught stealing to end the third inning, and he looks at the first pitch and swings and misses for strike one. It'll be Lee followed by Keegan Cook, and then top of the order in Carson Friedman. Here's Lee grounding one to the right side, just over the bank. That's a fair ball, and the first placeman makes the play unassisted, and that's the first out of the inning. So one away, and that'll bring up Keegan Cook. Cook is the 11th place hitter in the lineup. We'll flip the lineup here after this one for the Express. First pitch is high by Fairman. One ball and no strikes. Cook looks out to free to Fairman and the pitch on the way. Up and in for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. We're scheduled to play seven. There is no time limit, so we will play the full seven. There is a 10-run rule after five innings. Here's a swing and a miss by Cook, and the count now two balls and one strike. First plate appearance for Keegan Cook in the contest so far this evening. And the 2-1 is swung and missed. Count you know, two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Braden Fairman into the windup and delivers home. Swing and a miss, strike three. That'll retire Keegan Cook on strikes, and they are two away here in the fourth for the Express. Top of the order coming back up, and Carson Freeman. Friedman opened the game for the Express, rounding back to Fairman at the mound. Here's the pitch by Fairman outside for ball one. Ball and no strikes. Sam Knox would bat if Friedman can continue the inning. Sunday getting the set in the west, and that can create a little bit of a sunfield, especially for the catcher. Pitch just missed the corner, according to home plate umpire Joel Powell. They count now two balls and no strikes. 2 and 0 to Friedman, the pitch. Fairman catches the outside corner, and the count now two balls into one strike. 
Express looking to get a rally going here. They trail by two here in their half of the fourth inning, bottom half of the inning. Pitches up for ball three. Three balls and one strike. One of the greatest memories I will share with you here in the next half inning is of a save made by a baseball player during a game. Here's a called strike. Top of the zone, the count now full of three and two. And it just so happens it was made by a former Chicago Cub. The full count offering is popped down the line to right. That hit the line, that's a fair ball. It'll be a base hit for Friedman. He's gonna take off for second. The throw will not be in time. It'll be a two out double for Carson Friedman. Sam Knox will step in. Knox did reach on a single, but then was thrown out, trying to extend it. First pitch is a called strike, one strike and nothing. Behrman set at the belt, the pitch on the way home. Just missed the inside corner. One might not have caught the corner. Thought it was high enough, but call is a ball. It's 1-1. Knox followed by Austin Maubaugh, who was in the on-deck circle. And Fairman wheeled towards second base. Fans kind of wanted a block, but nothing coming. Now the pitch comes home, and it just missed the inside corner again. Count now two balls and one strike to Sam Knox. gets away from Miller on the 2-1 delivery and it's gonna get back to the screen. Advancing on the third is Carson Friedman. And now it's three balls and one strike. Runner at third would have the lead for the Dream. Two nothing they lead, runner at third with two away. And a 3-1 pitch. Swung on a lifted foul off to the right out of play, and the count goes to three and two. Full count. As Friedman will come set, ball back in play, and the three-two delivery. Outside for ball four. It'll be a walk to Sam Knight. It'll be a walk to Andy Knox. Sam Knox, of course, the coach of the Pony Express. So Knox at first, Carson Friedman at third, and that'll bring up Austin Maubaugh. Couple nice plays in center field in the last half inning, defensively. First pitch, pitches outside, Miller's gonna throw down, it's not in time. Runner Friedman holds at second, and now two runners in scoring positions, a tying run at second base in the person of Andy Knox. 1-0 count, runners at second and third. The pitch to Maubaugh, just missed the corner again. The count now two balls and no strikes. 2-0 count to Austin Maubaugh. Fairman set at the belt, spins and looks back now, throw it to second, but not in time, diving back in safely as Andy Knox. Got the hand in just ahead of the tag.
Taylor drops the sign for Fairman. Will set at the belt and deliver home to Maw Maw. That's in the dirt. The count goes to 3-0. This point right here, if Austin Maubaugh's looking for something, he might want to, if he's sitting on something, he might want to take a rip at it. 3-0 count, runners at second and third with two out. Two-nothing champagne dream over the express. Now Fairman will step off the rubber and move the runners back to their stations. Friedman at second, knocks, excuse me, third, Friedman at third, knocks at second. Knox again dives back in safely. Looking at Knox, not worried about Friedman. Knox is the tying run. The pitch to Maubaugh, called the outside corner, and the count goes to three and one. Pitcher Luke Simpson is on deck. He came into the game to pitch in the last half inning. Fairman set and delivers home. That pitch high and inside, ball four, and that's gonna load up the bases. Bases are loaded for Luke Simpson, and that's going to cause a timeout here. As coming out will be head coach Jake Riss of the Champagne Dream. He's going to want to talk to his pitcher, who's had a pretty decent time of it so far here, but now he's running into a little bit of a trouble, snot, trouble spot here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. He's got the first two hitters out. Rem Lee on a ground out three unassisted. Got Keegan Cook to strike out swinging. But then Carson Friedman with a double, a walk to Andy Knox, and a walk to Austin Maubaugh loaded the bases here. And Luke Simpson stepping in. Simpson was a strikeout victim back in the second inning. And his only plate appearance so far this afternoon. Two outs, bases loaded. Two nothing champagne dream over the Pony Express. Fairman will work out of the stretch. And the first pitch on the way to Simpson. Tie for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Connor Gibson is on deck. Fairman delivers home to 1-0. It's in the dirt. Good stop by Miller. And the count goes to 1-1. Excuse me, he goes to 2-0. Two balls and no strikes to Luke Simpson. Fairman's delivery is on the way. Caught the inside corner. Count now two balls and a strike. Outfielder shaded to the right, about medium depth. The 2 1. That's lifted in the air. Foul territory left side, and it's going to get out of play. The count will go to 2 and 2. Two balls and two strikes to Luke Simpson. The hit here could potentially tie the game. Fairman comes to the belt and is ready to bring home the 2-2. It's on the way. Just missed outside. It was it's just missed the corner and the count now full. Three balls and two strikes. Champagne Dream fans off to our left. Wanted that call. Their vantage point looked pretty good, but that one just missed the corner. The payoff pitch on the way home to Simpson. 
Here's a ground ball left side, picked up by the third baseman, throw to first is in time, and that will retire the side. Peyton Sapp fields the grounder and able to throw out Luke Simpson to end the rally for the Express. They load the bases but cannot score, and through four here in the championship game of the 2019 Memorial Day Tournament at McLean County Pony Baseball. Champagne Dream 2 and the Pony Express nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. We move to the top of inning number five here at the McLean County Pony Baseball Complex, the Shira Baseball Complex. Championship game of the Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Tournament has the Champagne Dream leading by a 2-0 score over the Pony Express. Two runs, two hits for the Champagne Dream. No runs on three hits so far for the Pony Express in the contest. For the Champagne Dream, it'll be the two, three, and four hitters coming up here to start off the fifth inning. It'll be Cam Fuhrborn, followed by Matthew Miller and Jacob Helm. Fuhrborn's been on base both times. Drew a walk in the first, had a ground single in the third, and came around to score the first run of the contest for the Dream. He'll face Luke Simpson for the first time, and he'll pop one up just beyond the shortstop side. It's going to be caught by the left fielder. Nope, check it. The center fielder is going to make the call. And it's caught in center field by Austin Maubaugh for the first out of the inning. So one away, and Matthew Miller will step in. Miller's also been on base twice, reached on an error in the first, and drew a walk in the third. And he looks at the first pitch down for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Jacob Helm, the on-deck hitter. Luke Simpson works from the windup. That one just missed, and the count goes to 2-0. and oh. Two balls and no strikes. Simpson out of the windup in the 2-0. That missed the corner, ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Being very careful with Miller, he does have power on the left side. However, the wind, the prevailing wind, is taking the ball out to right and right center here this afternoon, although it's not blowing as strongly as it was earlier today. 3-0 call to strike, top of the zone. They count now three balls and a strike. So Matthew Miller, the number three hitter and the catcher for the Champagne Dream team. Simpson's 3-1. Grounded to the left side, picked up at third. Rollover is in time, and that's the second out of the inning. Making the play that time looks like that was Connor Gibson, who's now playing third base, who made the play. And that's the second out of the inning. That'll bring Jacob Helm to the plate. So Connor Gibson now playing at third base. And Jacob Helm grounds one to the right side. That gets through for a base hit. So Jacob Helm with a two-out single. That'll extend the inning for the shortstop, Zane Giles. Giles reached on a walk in the first and grounded out to shortstop in the third. One for two in the afternoon. Simpson works out of the stretch, looks back at the runner. Now comes set and delivers home. Breaking ball a little bit high, ball one. One ball and no strikes. Two nothing in favor of the Champagne Dream. 
for the top of the fifth, scheduled for seven. Simpson set and delivers home. Inside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Two and zero to the number six hitter, or excuse me, the number five hitter for the Dream, the shortstop. Simpson let that one go. That didn't look right off his hand. And the count now three and zero. Simpson tried, looked like he might have been trying to throw some kind of knuckleball or something. Just didn't have the right grip on it. So count now three balls and no strikes to Zane Giles. The three zero pitch is hit in the air to left field. Left center is going to be caught out there. And the center fielder out there, Austin Maubaugh, makes the catch. And that's going to retire the side. No runs and a hit for the Dream in their half of the fifth. And we are through four and a half here at the Shira Baseball Complex with a score of the Champagne Dream 2 and the Pony Express nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. go to the bottom half of number five here at the Pony Baseball Complex in Bloomington. L.A. Decker with you on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. Glad you could stop by and check this one out this afternoon. Braden Fairman continues on the bump for the Champagne Dream. He works into inning number five here, and he will be facing the five, six, and seven hitters for the Express. It'll be Connor Gibson, Quinn Schmidgall, and Clayton Baylor. Connor Gibson started out the game as the pitcher. He walked back at the second of his only other plate appearance and was doubled off on a great play out in center field by Johnson, by uh, Jordan Johnson. This one's popped down the line and right, it's gonna get foul. And we'll do that one again, this time with an 0-1 count. So that time it was about a 110 foot strike. Gibson, Schmidgall, Baylor, and if anyone can reach, it'll be Jack Whittington coming up. Gibson, the right-handed hitter, awaits the pitch from Fairman, and it comes home. He looks at strike two call. Nothing at two now to Gibson. Gibson slightly open stance from the right-hand side. The pitch on the way, waved on him, missed strike three. Good breaking ball that time by Fairman. That's the first out of the inning. Quinn Schmidgall will step in now. Schmidgall flew out to center field, started a double play. When Jordan Johnson was able to throw it back into the diamond and double off, Quinn Connor Gibson. Speaking the miss by Schmidgall, nothing in one. Fairman has been fairly consistent around the plate. That's causing the Pony Express hitters to go up there swinging. This one's fouled off to the right out of play. Going to be in the tree and fall behind the stands. And the count now 0-2. Fairman working at a fairly brisk pace. Doesn't want to waste a lot of time out there. The 0-2 pitch. This one's chopped at home plate. It'll go foul. And we'll hold it 0-2. So the story that I was going to tell you, and it kind of does have a little bit of something to do with Memorial Day in two ways. Back in the 1970s, out at Dodger Stadium, a couple of fans jumped the barrier and were going to try to burn an American flag in the middle of what many consider to be the quintessential American pastime. Pitches high for a ball. 
But these two fans are going to burn an American flag, and they're about to start lighting the matches when all of a sudden, Cubs left fielder Rick Monday, call over, pitch low for a ball, count two and two. Cubs left fielder Rick Monday comes dashing almost out of nowhere and is able to pick the flag up off the ground and keep the flag from being burned. Two reasons why that story is so appropriate here on this Memorial Day. One, of course, saving the flag from being burned. As Schwindgall swings and misses for strike three. That's the second out of the inning. Two strikeouts in the inning for Braden, for Braden Fairman. But Rick Monday also a member of the United States Marine Corps. So tip of the hat to you, Rick Monday. One of my favorite players, by the way, in baseball. We used to love watching him play and patrol left field for the Cubs back in the 70s. Here's Baylor swinging and lifting one in the air to left fielder. But the left fielder is there to make the catch. It's squeezed by Cam Fearborn, and that's going to retire the side. Three up and three down for the Express here in their half of the fifth, and we will move on to inning number six with the score. The Champagne Dream 2 and the Pony Express nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. continues as we move into the top of inning number six here at the championship game of the Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Baseball Tournament. The 13-14 U bracket is down to these final two teams. We're down to the final two innings here with the Champagne Dream leading by a 2-0 count over the McLean County Pony Express. Pinch hitter coming up for the Dream. It'll be Sean Jeffers coming up. Sean Jeffers will be the leadoff hitter in the inning followed by Braden Fairman and third baseman Peyton Sapp. Luke Simpson stays in the game. He will maintain his duties on the bump for the Express as we are just about set to get the sixth inning underway. If you're new to the In the Crow's Nest podcast, this is a special presentation here. Normally we don't do too much play-by-play, -play, but in this case with Memorial Day and the baseball tournament going on, we felt it necessary to come out and kind of give you a little touch of Americana with a little baseball on this Memorial Day weekend. First pitch by Simpson in the sixth. is swung on and lifted in the air by Jeffers, but out in center field is Austin Maubon. He makes the catch for the first out of the inning. One pitch and one out. That's efficiency if you're a pitcher, and that'll bring up the pitcher, Braden Fairman. And Fairman so far reached on a walk and ground popped down, lined out the third as a matter of fact. 0 for 1 officially in the contest. Catcher Baylor having a little bit of equipment issue. Clayton Baylor gets everything situated, and we're back ready to go. First pitch by Simpson. Curve ball to his counterpart is high. Ball one. One ball and no strikes. Braden Fairman. He comes out and works the sixth inning. Could probably go the distance. This one's lifted in the air off to the right. It's going to get out of play, and the count's going to be even at one and one. One ball and one strike. Wind might be shifting just a little bit. Taking a look at our flags here, and yeah, it looks like the wind has shifted a bit. Got more of a westerly component to it as a ground ball slowly hit towards second base. Picked up and thrown over for the out. And that'll be out number two in the inning. This play was made at second base that time by Drew Logan. That'll bring up 
Peyton Sapp, the third baseman. Sapp has reached all walk. This one puts in play, and that's going to be right to the first baseman, picked up by Andy Knox, and he will field it himself and step on the bag, and that's going to retire the side. A 1-2-3 inning, a very efficient 1-2-3 inning, only five pitches for Luke Simpson. So we are through five and a half here at the Pony Complex with a score of the Champagne Dream 2 and the Pony Express nothing here on the In the Crow's Nest Con podcast. Shira Baseball Complex, Ellie Decker with you in the Crow's Nest. It's 2-0 in favor of the Champagne Dream as we move to the bottom of inning number six. Braden Fairman continues on the mound for the Dream as he will face these eight, nine, and ten hitters for the Pony Express. And the first pitch is hit in the air by Jack Whittington into center field. And the catch is made out there for the first out of the inning by Jordan Johnson, and that's number one. So one away, and that'll bring up Drew Logan. Logan reached on a walk and was caught stealing 2-4. First pitch is a call and first pitch swinging strike and the count 0-1. Both pitchers late in the contest looking to work efficient innings here in the sixth frame. The 0-1. Here's a ground ball to the left side. Picked up at third and the throw across is in time to get Drew Logan. Nice play at third base that time by Peyton Sapp, and that's going to be out number two. Two away, and Rem Lee will step up, the left-handed hitter. Lee grounded out three unassisted on the grounder down the line, his only plate appearance. The first pitch is swung on and missed, strike one. He was up at the plate when Drew Logan was caught stealing to end the third inning. Lee swings and fouls one off to the left out of play, and the count now 0-2. So nothing in two to Rem Lee. Top of the order, or excuse me, it'll be Keegan Cook, the 11 hitter, then the top of the order for the Express. The 0-2. And missed high and outside to count one ball and two strikes. If you're going to waste one, that's a pretty good spot to waste one right there with a 0-2 advantage. Hitter might be a little anxious. You just never know what he's going to do. The 1-2 from Fairman. Evans just high, the count now two and two. Nobody on, two out. Two, two count to Rem Lee. Fairman works out of the windup of the pitch on the way. Just missed the outside corner and the count now full at three and two. Three balls and two strikes to the left handed hitting Rem Lee. Lee very close to the plate. Delivered by Fairman and swung on a miss, strike three and that's gonna retire the side. Nothing across for the Pony Express in their half of the sixth, and we go to the seventh with the score of the Champagne Dream 2. And the Pony Express, nothing on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. We move now to the top of the seventh inning in the Crow's Nest here at the McLean County Pony Baseball Complex, the Shira Baseball Complex with the Champagne Dream leading by a 2 nothing count over the Pony Express. Championship game of this 2019 Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Tournament. It looks like we're gonna have a bat check by the umpire as the catcher has asked them to check the bat of the upcoming batter. And 
That is Jack Robinson, Jack Robertson. So now a little question here is the head coach, Jack Jake Riss, is being handed the bat. Looks like that bat is being taken out of play, so that bat is no longer, is not being allowed to be used. So they're checking, they're checking. It's more of a barrel dimension question, and the tournament director, Brian Thede, is coming out to have a talk with the home plate umpire. Looks like the bat is in question has a two and a quarter inch barrel diameter, and that should be legal. It's a thinner barrel. It's a thinner barrel. It's not the two and five eighths, which is the maximum diameter now. Two and a quarter diameter. Now, of course, it also also depends on the length. Now, I don't have a I don't have the bat in front of me, so it's hard for me to tell. But they're checking the stamping on the bat as well. And if it's not. If it's a U-Triple-S-A bet, that might present a question, but the tournament director is handling it right now, so we should have a clarification here in just a moment. As they're checking out a few things on the bat to make sure everything is all right. They're also checking to see if there's any dents. If there are any dents in the bat, that would also make it so that it's not playable. If there's a dent in that bat, it could also disqualify it from further play. And they're checking the cap, the end cap, to make sure that's all right. Ryan has made his decision, and he is giving the bat back to the batter, and he will be allowed to continue the bat with that piece of hardware. So we are ready to begin the seventh inning now after that little bit of controversy to kick off this final inning. The Champagne Dream leading 2-0 over the Pony Express. It'll be the 9-10-1 hitters for the Dream as the first pitch is grounded back up the middle. Andy Knox has it at shortstop. The throw over is in time, and that's the first out of the inning. Andy Knox now playing at shortstop for the Express. Makes the play, and there's one away here in the top of the seventh. Colt Kemper will step in. And Kemper has reached twice on a single and a walk. On base percentage is perfect in the game, and so is his batting average at 1,000. Here's a ground ball to the left side. Going to be fielded by the third baseman, cutting across. Couldn't handle it as the play was trying to be made that time. As cutting across to try to make the play from third base was Keegan Cook. He was unable to make the play. It was a slowly hit ball, and it might have been a tough play for Andy Knox at shortstop playing back on it. And that's going to be an infield single. So an infield single for Colt Kemper. And that'll bring up the top of the order in Jordan Johnson. Johnson, 0 for 3. He fouls off the first offering. It's 0 and 1. Nothing in 1 to Jordan Johnson. Grounded back to the pitcher in the first, struck out in the second. Grounded to third in the fourth. 0 for 3 on the afternoon. Simpson works from the belt, and the pitch on the way home is outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Runner at first is Cole Kemper. He reached on a single. Simpson 
concentrates on the batter. The pitch home is low and outside for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Cam Furehorn is the on-deck hitter to left fielder. Simpson set the pitch to Johnson home for the 2-1. Is out, is just missing inside. The count now, three balls and a strike. 2-0 Dream, top of the seventh. They lead the Express. Championship game of this Sergeant Rogers Memorial Day Tournament. Some excitement going on in the diamond behind us. We'll try to keep you apprised of that as well as the pitch is high for ball four. And a one-out walk drawn by Johnson will put runners at first and second. And the heart of the order getting ready to come up for the Dream. And left fielder Cam Furborn is going to check in and be the next batter. Furborn walked, singled, flew out to center field, does, has scored a run in the contest. The first pitch from Simpson, and missed outside for a ball. And Furborn, or Furborn, pardon me, looking, might have been looking to bunt that time to move the runners over in the scoring position. One ball and no strikes. He was following the pitch and tracking it. And the peel out to the field umpire, whether he went for the bunt or not, and the call was made no bunt. Now on the second offering, he bunts it right in front of the plate. Picked up by Simpson. The throw is not going to be in time. And it looks like he's going to beat that one out. And that's going to load the bases for the Champagne Dream here in the seventh. So it, is, it will be a sacrifice and a fielder's choice. The runners will move up 90, will move up 80 feet. And that'll mean that Matthew Miller, the catcher, will step in with the bases loaded and one out here in the seventh. Already a 2-0 lead for the Dream. The pitch by Simpson. It's lifted in the air, shallow on the infield. Infield fly is called as Andy Knox squeezes it for the out. And that'll be out number two in the inning. infield fly retired Miller and securing the wall was Andy Knox so with two out Jacob Helm the left-hander will step in Helm grounded in a sacrifice two three on the sacrifice lined out to third and then had a base hit in the fifth inning a base hit here would be huge for his team's effort they lead two nothing here in the seventh with two out Extend that lead if they can. Here's a ground ball foul to the right out of play. And the count, one strike and nothing. The Express want to end this threat as quickly as they can and get themselves back in with a chance, especially with the heart of the order coming up. The 11, 1, and 2 hitters coming up for the Express in their half of the seventh. Here's a fly ball lifted out to left field. Andy Knox goes out from shortstop to make the catch, and that's going to retire the side. The dream threaten and load the bases in the seventh, but do not score. And we will go to the bottom of the seventh. Fasten your seatbelts. Final chance for the Express. They go to the seventh, trailing the dream, 2-0 on the In the Crow's Nest podcast. This game moves to the final chapter, the bottom of the seventh inning. Braden Fairman back on the mound for the Champagne Dream to try to close this one out and win the championship for the 2019 Sergeant Rogers Memorial Day Tournament here at the Shira Baseball Complex. 
Champagne Dream 2, Pony Express, nothing. L.A. Decker with you here. We are right behind the home plate area, getting set for this bottom of the seventh inning. It'll be the 11, 1, and 2 hitters for the Express. It'll be Keegan Cook, Carson Friedman, and Andy Knox to face Braden Friedman. So here comes Keegan Cook to face Braden Friedman at the first pitch of the bottom of the seventh. It's high and inside for ball one as Keegan looked to bunt that time. Takes the pitch instead, it's ball one. That'll draw the corners in at least third base now in on the grass. The 1-0 pitch. Just missed the outside corner and the count now two balls and no strikes. In the shadow of Central Illinois Regional Airport as you might hear some of the planes flying by, the 2-0. Here's a called strike of the count now, two and one. Carson Friedman is on deck. So two, one. High and inside, count goes to three and one. And Braden Fairman looking to go the distance in this one to try to win the tournament for the Champagne Dream. The three, one pitch. Swing and a miss by Cook and the count goes full to three and two. Three balls and two strikes to Keegan Cook. The wind and the delivery by Fairman. Swung and lifted off to the right, out of play, and then we'll do it again at three and two. Three balls, two strikes to Keegan Cook. The payoff pitch. Strike three call on the outside corner. And there's one away here in the bottom of the seventh. Top of the order, and Carson Friedman will step in. Carson Friedman stepping in. Grounded back to the pitcher and doubled in his two plate appearances so far in the contest. Pitch by Friedman on the way. This call is swung on and missed for strike one. Fairman, pardon me. Friedman unable to catch up to the Fairman offering. The 0-1 on the way. Missed inside and low, and the count now one and one. One ball and one strike to Carson Friedman. Andy Knox is on deck. The one-one from Fairman, low and outside for a ball. Count goes to two balls and a strike. The right-handed hitter Freeman now wants an extra second to get himself ready to go. Kind of break the rhythm maybe a little bit. Braden Fairman. Out of the wind, Fairman delivers home the 2-1. That missed just high, the count now goes 3-1. Three balls and a strike to Carson Friedman. The pitch by Fairman, caught the outside corner, and we're full of 3-2. and two. He's gone full to both of the hitters so far in this seventh inning. Three balls and two strikes to Carson Friedman. The payoff pitch. Swung on a lifted foul again off to the right, and we'll do it again at three and two. The Champagne Dream leading the Pony Express 2-0 here in this championship game. It's been a dandy so far. Very good, very quickly played game. The 3-2. Cut on and missed. He got a piece of it, but into the glove of Matthew Miller, and that's going to do it. For Carson Friedman, two away now in the inning. And Andy Knox 
representing the last opportunity for the Express to keep the game alive. Andy Knox steps in against Fairman on the first pitch. Is grounded to the left side. Picked up at third. The throw over is in time. And the Champagne Dream have won the Memorial Day Tournament here at the Pony Baseball Complex, defeating the Pony Express by a final of two to nothing on a complete game by Braden Fairman. Nice job on the mound by him today and a great job by both these teams throughout this tournament. Hats off to both of them and hats off to the friends out here at McLean County Pony Baseball for putting on such an exciting tournament. That's going to do it for our podcast today here for the McLean County Pony Baseball Complex, the Shira Baseball Complex in Bloomington. Hope you enjoyed it and hopefully we'll bring you more uh, content like this in the future days. Next week we'll have a chance to go out and we're going to hang out with some of the guys that play vintage baseball and go out to that Civil War reenactment in Pittsfield and we'll report on that in our next podcast. So again, our final score in this one from the Shira Baseball Complex in Bloomington, the winners of the 2019 Sergeant Josh Rogers Memorial Day Tournament are the Champagne Dream. They defeat the Pony Express by a final score of two to nothing. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy it again. Catch us, check us out. We've got more episodes available for you on anchor.fm slash crow's nest or wherever fine podcasts are available for you. Again, my name is L.A. Decker. Thanks for joining us in the crow's nest. Oh! <laughs>